Kia it's Monday 30th of September and welcome to a special International Podcast Day, yes that's a thing, edition of The Week in Tax. I'm Terry Boucher, Taxpert and Director of Boucher Consulting Limited, a tax consultancy helping optimise tax for small businesses, individuals with overseas investments and other professionals. In this edition, observations from a business trip to Europe, the OECD on taxing energy use, and we don't know how lucky we are. If you're wondering where I've been for the past couple of weeks, I was in England and Germany on a business trip. And whilst I was there, a few tax-related matters caught my eye. The first was when I went into a cafe to have a coffee just before, and something to eat just before a meeting with them. Uh, in members of the Institute of Taxation. And I noticed there that there was a differential charge for if I had hot takeaway food. In the UK, value-added tax, the equivalent of GST, is applies at either 0 or 20%, generally speaking. And included in zero-rated is food, but also in cold food taken in store uh, taken in store hot food taken away take away is subject to a, a separate or in consumed in stores is subject to a, a, a um, is subject to the full rate of VAT and as you can tell by the way I've stumbled my way through that explanation that does lend the door to quite a lot of confusions obviously these days everyone assumes that with electronics uh, and um, clever point of sales tills, they should be able to manage all of that and this particular shop clearly had all those procedures in place but it's just a solitary lesson to those who would suggest yeah it's an easy matter to ha- exempt or zero rate food has been many for GST has been suggested here that actually a practical application is not as easy as you might think whilst I was there also HM Revenue and Customs, the UK tax authority, was in the news for a couple of items, both of which are quite interesting. The first one was that it was being sued by a an American um, <coughs> US-born British citizen who argues that her rights under the European Union Data Protection Rules, known as uh, GDPR, Global Data Protection Register, I think it is. Yeah, General Data Protection Regime meant that would be breached if HM Revenue and Customs, HMRC, passed her information on to the US Internal Revenue Service as part of the automatic exchange of information and common reporting standards. Um, So it'll be interesting to watch this case going on, and this also covers the infamous US Act, FATCA. Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, um, all of which FATCA and the CRS all involve tax authorities sharing information between um, each other as a global crackdown on tax evasion. So that's a laudable game, uh, aim in itself, but however, it does raise the issues around data protection and information sharing. And you may recall I talked in a previous podcast about a leak from the Bulgarian National Tax Authority. So this is a case to watch with great interest because much of this data exchange going on has gone through on the nod without any real 
discussion about the data privacy issues around it. Um, so watch that space. At the same time in the UK came this extraordinary case uh, article in the Daily Telegraph, which may be paywall, but hopefully I'll find a link to it, where HMRC, quote, has told tenants of properties owned by foreigners that they may have to help settle their landlord's tax bills by withholding rent. Apparently, HMRC has sent out thousands of letters to gather information about properties owned by overseas landlords. Um, it's trying to find out who is who is and who is not paying tax on this. Um, that was a, another example, just related to the one I was just talking about in terms of data exchange, of the extraordinary reach tax authorities have right now and the, the, the lengths they're prepared to go to to uh, ensure that people comply with their duties. That one there, it's a question, it's that one, the, the example of asking tenants about overseas landlords could equally apply here for inland revenue. And inland revenue would have the powers under the Tax Administration Act 1994 to ask for such information from tenants. Now I'm not saying that inland revenue is going to follow in the footsteps of um, HMRC very quickly, but I don't be surprised if something like that does happen. Moving on, climate change has been in the news whilst I've been away with the Day of Action and both the Prime Minister and the extraordinary Greta Thunberg addressing the UN on the topic. During this week, uh, during that time, the OECD released a brochure on taxing energy use in, uh, called Taxing Energy Use in 20, for 2019. A full report is due mid-month. And what it looked at was giving a snapshot of where countries stand in deploying energy and carbon taxes, what progress is being made in this, and recommendations on how governments could do better. And in short, it's not good. The quote the report says, governments are not deploying energy and carbon tax taxes to their full potential. And it looks at all throughout the whole country, uh, every um, country as to what they're doing. And uh, New Zealand doesn't fare very well, particularly in the panel on non-road emissions. We are in the bottom four alongside Russia, Brazil and Indonesia. Um, we're a little better on road emissions, but there is no, according to this um, initial report um, st status, there has been no change in the average effect of carbon tax since uh, comparing 2018 and 2015. Now, this is an area where clearly there's a lot of political pressure starting to build. There's also, from both sides, people led by the... Um, inspiring teenagers such as um, Greta Thunberg and those who organised the Climate Day of Action are saying, hey, you know, things are happening and we need to change things. There's a report, by the way, in today's, I saw a report where a Category 5 hurricane is formed in the North Atlantic, further north and further west, east, further east than has been ever seen previously. Um, so something may be happening and people are saying, well, if something's happening, what are we going to do about it? And, and it's... At the moment, the debate seems bogged down is whether or not something's happening, whereas insurers, for example, seem to have moved on to what are we going to do about it and started pricing that risk. And um, and, come, and the OECD is saying that carbon taxes and energy taxes are something that we can be should be looking at. And that certainly was something, as I mentioned before, 
with the tax working group looked at this whole point. So I'll have more on the full report when it comes out mid-month, but it just basically watch this space because this stuff isn't going to go away and it's going to have a significant impact for our economy and whether in the road transport sector, which is an area where we probably could make some inroads relatively quickly um, in terms of moving to greater electrification and improving, uh, and I'm not talking about cars, I'm talking about bicycles there. I think uh, electric bikes are probably the, uh, a, a complete circuit breaker in, um, in uh, making life easier moving around cities. And whilst I was in Paris, by the way, I saw electric buses, so uh, it was quite interesting to just see how much public transport was being used and what's, how it's being electrified, you know, great use of the metro and, and the tube or underground in the metro in Paris and the underground in, um, uh, in London. Uh, but finally, I just the trip also reinforced something that one philosopher once said, uh, we don't know how lucky we are. In talking, what I was doing up in Europe was I was presenting to um, people who were interested in migrating to New Zealand and talking about the tax system here. And I was making comparisons to their system. So the, um, the pitch was to uh, English and German um, potential migrants. Now, where we stand out and which piqued their interest, some quite apart from the four-year transitional residence exemption, which is designed to attract, is part of the package of attracting high-quality migrants to New Zealand and investors, is what we don't have, which other jurisdictions do have. And that is, um, for example, both Germany and the UK have estate taxes, death taxes. Uh, I won't even try and pronounce it. The British have inheritance tax, and I've talked a bit beforehand, and I will talk again in the future, on how significant that tax is for New Zealanders. Um, the Germans have something I won't even try and pronounce, um, EATSBR, but the point is they both have significant wealth taxes. They both have a general capital gains tax, although, as I pointed out, our regimes, such as the financial arrangements and foreign investment fund regimes, do tax capital gains. And then they also have substantial social security taxes, which, again, we don't. I mean, Britain, um, payroll tax or national insurance contributions are, are payable by an employee at 13.45% up to, I think it's about just over £20,000, but they're unlimited for an employer. So an employer is, um, who's paying someone you know, several hundred thousand pounds a year has a huge build in national insurance bills and it has resulted in a whole raft of attempted tax avoidance. One of the things that came, like paying people in gold bullion, for example, was something that I saw in my time 30 years ago. And incredibly, 30 years on, even though those problems were well identified in the, uh, and going on, there's still substantial attempted tax, tax planning to get around national insurance contributions. Germany has payroll taxes, social security taxes, and they also have state taxes. And both countries, by the way, Britain and Germany, have a 45% top tax rate. So against that backdrop, it's worth thinking about how New Zealand tax system compares. There are 
as the tax working group pointed out we have a danger of a narrow base we probably don't tax capital enough and we have a whole question of maybe improving our taxation definitely improving our taxation of the environmental issues and that's something that's going to just isn't just simply as i said a few minutes ago not going to go away but overall the circumstances are indeed propitious, as one Frederick Dyke Esquire once opined. That's it for this special edition of The Week in Tax. I'm Terry Boucher, and you can find this podcast on my website, www.boucher.tax, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send me your feedback and tell your friends and clients. Until next time, have a great week. Ka kite anō.